Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Simi Sarah Show on demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday, 10 to 2, on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's give you an update now on one of the other big stories we've been covering for you this week, and that is the cyber attack on Life Labs, the big medical testing company in Canada. What a shocking story this is. It broke on Tuesday that 15 million customers of Life Labs uh, may have had their personal ac- their their personal information was accessed by hackers, including millions of patients here in British Columbia. The investigation is now continuing on this one. Life Labs actually paid the ransom. They paid a ransom to the hackers to get the information returned to them. Of course, there's no guarantees that these hackers didn't make copies of all that information before they returned the data uh, to British Columbia and to Life Labs. Let's check in now with Adrian Dick, Species Minister of Health. Minister, thank you very much for coming on. Hey, good morning, Mike. One of the things I want to bring to your attention is a question that I asked to Charles Brown, who is the president of Life Labs, when he was on the show on Tuesday. And one of the things I wanted to know, Minister, was what kind of steps had this company taken to protect the information of BC patients? And I asked him if the information was encrypted. Have a little listen to this exchange. Did you guys not have encrypted security systems here? I mean, what do you say to the patients here that trusted you with their personal information? We've been investing in cybersecurity for years, and we've built up our systems. What we're seeing is these attacks are getting more sophisticated. We've all got to work together and do more to stop these attacks. Minister, I just draw to your attention that he did not answer the question about whether this data was encrypted at Life Labs. I know he has told other reporters that he doesn't even know if the information was encrypted when it was entrusted to this company. What did the B.C. government know about the level of protection and encryption for this data for B.C. medical patients here? Well, can I take a step back, uh, Mike? What's happening right now, um, by the way, is uh, an independent investigation that will be uh, go to the heart of this issue, including uh, uh, one that goes to the systems questions and everything else that's going to be conducted uh, by the Office of the uh, Information and Privacy Commissioner in B.C., and in Ontario, uh, which are the two main jurisdictions affected. So all of these questions, uh, now that we've got to the point where Life Labs has built up its systems, uh, what happened now can come under investigation. We're not just protecting data. So that's happening now, and I think that's important to know. We have an expectation, a contractual one and a legislative one on Life Labs, uh, to ensure privacy. And uh, uh, the CEO is correct to say that the threats are getting larger. They're getting larger for everyone. And I would expect, Mike, you'd uh, be naive not to think that they won't become more sophisticated over the next decade, not less. And so uh, uh, clearly more is needed. And so we're, we've been uh, clear, working every day with Life Labs to ensure that uh, yeah. the further protections are provided. And, uh, and so... Uh, we're continuing to do that. I think it's a significant Did- situation. And you know in B.C., we have people uh, who work very hard on this question. In the government of B.C., they work in the Ministry of Citizen Services to uh, to put in place security me- measures to prevent infiltrations. But okay. they're challenged all the time, as you know. 
Minister, what, what I'd like to know is what the B.C. government knew about the encryption of this information or lack thereof. You mentioned that the government had a contractual relationship with Life Labs. Did that contract include a requirement that this medical data for British Columbia medical patients should be encrypted well, to protect it from hackers? All, all of what we know is that the, the rules force them to ensure that privacy protection security services are clearly set out. So that's in the... in the Including in the encryption processes. of the data? Uh, Mike, I think what the reason I think Life Labs is reluctant, but this, all of these issues I think have to be examined and are being examined forensically uh, by the Information and Privacy Commissioner. And so I think part of Life Labs' reluctance to answer some of those questions is because they don't want to publicize their defense mechanisms too much. That would be my understanding. But here's what, 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 I, I, what here, I'm asking here, you, here, Minister. Here, here, Minister, what, what I'm saying. Well, my, Mike, uh, it, what uh, our expectation, though, is, and the government of Ontario and other governments that uh, have Life Labs providing services, is they have a responsibility to ensure security, and it's our expectation that they do that. Well, and that's, that's what guides us in these processes. Well, what about the government's responsibility to ensure that the data of BC medical patients is protected? Did the government have an agreement with Life Labs that this data would be encrypted? Uh, uh, Mike, what I'm saying to you is all of those questions, how this happened, what the circumstances are, are going to be the subject of a forensic investigation. There's no effort and there will be no effort to, uh, to hide anything. So uh, that, that investigation is happening and uh, I expect it to be released fully and publicly uh, when it comes out. Why, why was all, the, all the questions are answered. So, uh, you know, uh, these are questions, what Life Labs does are questions appropriate for Life Labs. Their obligation, their contractual obligation to us is to ensure privacy and uh, and uh, I think it's fair to say people were let down uh, in that area in this matter, to say the least. And so uh, further actions ha are, have been required to be taken and are being taken now. Minister, does your government know exactly what data was stolen, whose data was stolen, and will British Columbians be personally notified of exactly what, their, what data was, of theirs was taken? So uh, Life Labs is a private contractor for us. They do about 34% of lab testing in BC. On November 7th, they had informed us uh, on October 28th that they had a problem. At that time, principally, it appeared in Ontario. On November 7th, they became aware that it involved British Columbia personal data as well, that it had been compromised. They informed right. us, and they informed the Information and Privacy Commissioner. So I just want to take you through it, right, because I think it's important. The facts are important here, uh, as you know. And um, from the moment they reported it, uh, all the efforts were, apply, were deployed to ascertain, obviously, the scope of it. Um, what Life Labs uh, asked us to do, asked the Information and Privacy Commissioners in both provinces for, they requested more time to effectively secure their data. Because what happens, as you've been discussing this week, with these kind of incidents is they attract immediate secondary cyber attacks. So while we agreed very reluctantly with that reasoning, which involved a delay by Life Labs informing the public, uh, Mike, um, they did put in place, uh, brought in extra cybersecurity firms, secured their data, uh, and, and uh, moved to ascertain the scope and the impact of the breach, which was significant. And that's how we became aware uh, of the, the figure you used and that I used a couple of days ago, 50 million Life Labs clients across Canada. And the majority, vast majority of those are in BC and Ontario. What we know is, from the scope of it, 
that lab results were affected in Ontario. Uh, I gather approximately 85,000. And uh, that it was in BC, the kind of personal information, names and addresses and personal health numbers that were affected. And all of that you, is extraordinarily serious, Mike. Can we take it extraordinarily seriously, as you know? Minister, we have one minute left. Have you demanded of this company as the minister to, for them to disclose exactly how many British Columbians' information has been affected here? And will they be told, if, if my information has been stolen, am I going to be told that it was stolen? Look, absolutely. We've uh, asked them to uh, be clear and we've been involved in ascertaining exactly who was affected in British Columbia. What we know essentially is that uh, that most British Columbians, millions of British Columbians were affected. Uh, and this is a serious, you know, a serious okay. matter for us. As you know, I'm not just Minister of Health. I'm a Life Labs customer in the sense that right. I get my blood tested there regularly, and all of us are affected by that. So I think it's a it's a step that we what it shows is we have to continue to take action because this is going to be a continuing okay. area of interest both for government and for private contractors who work for government. Thank you for coming on. Hey, right any time, Mike. Appreciate it, Adrian Dix, is BC's Minister of Health. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.